0: You're listening to the Kaiju Feast Podcast. I'm Connor.
1: This is Anthony.
0: This week is...
1: Godzilla versus Space Godzilla. You're listening to episode 30 of the Kaiju Feast podcast, a podcast dedicated to movies like King Kong, Godzilla, and Pacific Rim. Each episode will feature a different kaiju movie where we will break down the plot and give our opinions on each film. I'm Anthony, and I'll be hosting this week, and alongside me, as always, is Connor. Great to be here. Yeah. So we've got a a couple of big things that we need to cover, I think. Um, It is November 4th, and yesterday, I was not aware of this until maybe like a a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. It is considered Godzilla Day, November 3rd, anniversary, birthday. Is there a reason? Is that when the 54
0: movie was uh,
1: debuted? I believe so. Um, so we got a bunch of cool stuff that that uh, came out. A bunch of merchandise all over the place. Like companies are jumping on the on the chance to make T-shirts and release figures and posters and all kinds of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we also saw some uh, Godzilla hot sauce officially licensed. If you're like. <laughs> If you're into that, that's out there now. Um, but I think uh, we were just kind of discussing this before we jumped on. Toho uh, released an official kind of short film YouTube video of uh, Godzilla and Hedora kind of like reimagined fight.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. The whole pollution monster's back
1: and he's better than ever. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it yet, definitely go check it out. It's on YouTube. It's free. It's like five minutes. And it's, it, from what I read about it, it uses suits that they've uh, used pre- in previous movies. Um Obviously we, we covered Godzilla versus Hedorah uh, a couple episodes ago, and there are elements in the video that are kind of similar to the movie. They've kind of got like this weird um, kind of groovy sixties intro and outro and they show, like, these plants getting uh poisoned by the, the smog monster. So, yeah. yeah, it's it was definitely kind of a cool little kind of nod to the fans kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and it seems to fit right in with the movie to the point of I just thought it was, like, a remastered scene. Like, I thought they just took the film and really vamped it up from the original movie, but, like, I didn't really recognize the scene. Um, but it was awesome. It was really cool. I, I wonder what it was like to be on set and like have all those buildings up and like see the Godzilla costume come out. And be yeah. like, oh my God. Like everyone had to just be like losing their minds.
1: <laughs> yeah. And uh, every, I mean, if you look at the comments, I am a notorious comment checker and in, on Instagram, on YouTube, like pretty much everywhere. Um, I have like this weird fascination with reading them. Um, everyone was super supportive of it. So hopefully, you know, that, that comes back to them to, to know that like their work is very much appreciated and it was super well-received by fans. And I don't know, maybe hopefully it'll motivate them to, uh, to make more shorts like that, or maybe even do like a, maybe like a film. I mean, that's kind of, uh, I think that might be a little far-fetched, but Hey, we can, we can hope, right? Like it, it just kind of, it, it kind of goes to show that, Dude, if they do it creatively, like maybe that style of. Of movie isn't like completely dead, you know,
0: I was going to ask you, like, what's what's your thought on if they did an actual original Godzilla movie, but with the costumes and with all the props and everything in 2021 or 2022 at this point? What would it be like? You know, would we would we accept it in today's standards? But because when we watch these old movies, we have a sort of like back of our head, like, yes, it was the sixties. Like, this is okay. Like that's just how it was. Like there's a little janky here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, would we be as, as accepting of the, the sixties and seventies, like flair to it um, today?
1: That's a good question. I think if it's done, uh, if it's done right, obviously if it's done right. <laughs> I mean, um, but I think like with this, what they did here they did like some creative things like they did this like pan shot where you've got the buildings in the front and the monsters kind of in the back so you're kind of they're kind of like moving like laterally along with the camera so you're seeing them like land blows and stuff's like blowing up mm-hmm. but, but you got like the uh, you've got the buildings in the foreground and I think it it was like a cool effect. And it was kind of like, you still kind of kept that, uh, that kind of original sauce with like the suits and everything, but it was like done in a different way to where it could like, looked like a little bit more modern. Um, you could kind of cover up some of like the like goofy stuff with maybe just putting like a building in front of something and then like having the monsters kind of jump out of like behind it. And, I think if it's done like with creative ideas like that and just taking like a different approach, but using some of those old elements, I think it could end up being really cool. I mean, just like, just like kind of what they did with, with this. I mean, it was, you know, five and a half, six minutes long, but I think they just kind of recreated some of that magic and did it in a really creative way. So
0: I'd be all for it. I think it'd be fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, So since it's the uh, 67th birthday um 67 years of godzilla what do you think is the law lo- is the longest running film franchise um hmm probably king kong well i, g- I guess according to screen range, it is godzilla <laughs> what yeah um <laughs> I, I looked it up uh I before we, get that math but okay before we got on <laughs> um uh James Bond was second at 59 years uh let's see Star Trek was on the list What only. about King Kong? Um that's a good point. I maybe <laughs> <they'd>... <laughs>
0: 1933 is definitely before 1954.
1: Maybe there was uh maybe they had like a a four movie minimum or something like that. How many <laughs> <laughs>
0: Whatever King Kong
1: had plus one, that's the yeah, minimum. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um so yeah, I guess if you bend the rules, then is the longest running film yeah. franchise that we have out there.
0: Maybe it was like some stupid like longest running with like the most movies, because I don't know if any other franchise besides get Bond. Has even close to Godzilla.
1: Mm-hmm. That 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 I didn't look up, but uh, I think they'd be yeah. Bond is like twenty six or something like that, or twenty seven. Fast and Furious is getting close. <laughs> Fast and Furious will eventually will eventually catch it. So yeah, uh,
0: I think Bond. Fast and Furious is definitely on the cusp of just becoming like a Bond thing. Like we're just yeah, going to get
1: yeah. our annual or biannual. It's definitely, I think, going to be like this generational thing where it's just going to keep going. I mm-hmm. uh, They just make too much money off of it, so yeah. they will just keep pumping them out. Um, so anyways, uh, so episode 30, Godzilla's birthday, we'll be talking about Godzilla versus Space Godzilla, which is, this is the first time I've seen this movie. This is my second viewing. Do you have this on DVD?
0: Yeah, I bought the other collection, like the one that's after show era. that gives okay. you like all of the other movies besides Biollante. Mm-hmm. So Biolante is still the only movie that I don't own.
1: Um, so as we normally do kind of on here, we kind of jumped right in the middle of like <laughs> into uh, a series of movies. So like this was, I think the third or fourth in a, in this kind of 90 late eighties, early nineties sequence of Godzilla movies. Cause they reference a couple of,
0: uh, yeah, they make a lot of references,
1: which is cool. Um, you know, kind of keeps that theme of like this, uh, Godzilla, uh, cinematic universe kind of thing. But, um, yeah, I, I like definitely, the continuity. Make... yeah, yeah. I like the continuity. It makes me want to go back and kind of start at the beginning, but, uh, <laughs> Our kind of, yeah, exactly. Our kind of like signature style at this point is we just kind of jump around and just hand pick whatever we feel like watching. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I guess I'll get kind of your take and your initial thoughts on uh, what you thought.
0: I really like this movie. This is definitely in the love category for me. It's in the upper Upper 10. I'd probably put it on the cusp of like the top 10. Um, I don't know, quite be nine or eight, or maybe even be just 10. Like, I don't know. But I liked it a lot. It's a really fun movie, moves at a really good pace, and it's not, it never gets to be too much where I'm just like, what am I, what are we even doing right now? Like, and I know we're coming into a series like midway, but there was nothing really where I'm like, I, I'm, i'm lost like there was never that moment Mm -hmm. there was a moment though in the beginning which i won't talk about this plot line just yet until you bring it up um, but there was something that i had a problem with in the beginning of the movie but other than that it was i I really like this movie
1: yeah so uh like i said first time i've seen this i really liked it as well my first kind of gut reaction I think to it after a couple, maybe 30 minutes in the movie in my head, I was like, this is like the, like taking the best like power Rangers episode and like multiplying it by like a thousand. (laughs) Like it kind of like had a little bit of that kind of feel to me, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like even comparable. Like I loved kind of like the nineties imagery and kind of like the, like just the, I don't want to say, I keep saying like the feel of it, but like, it's really like the way people were dressed and just kind of like the way, like the buildings, like the way they shot it, the, the way the buildings were lit. I don't know. Like it just had like this cool, like style to it that I really enjoyed. And, um, it looked good. It looks yeah. Like a yeah. Lot.
0: I was thinking about when I was watching this movie, I was thinking about how I felt about Godzilla 84. Um, the one that you love so much, the return mm-hmm. of Godzilla, is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, Remember what we talked about that movie is like it felt like you were on like a weird set, like it just felt so fake. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. movie felt way better, yeah, yeah, and I know it is a ninety four movie, um, so they had ten years on it, so it's gonna look better, but it just it was just it felt way more put together, and uh it was just a really fun movie. I really like this one,
1: yes, like for me probably one of the best I mean I probably say this every 3 episodes but like probably one of the best Godzilla designs um Space Godzilla's design was awesome yeah kind of you get all kinds of callbacks to previous movies you get references to other monsters you get tie-ins and and everything else so yeah I th- overall I thought it was really cool
0: yeah there's a lot to talk about <laughs>
1: yeah uh so yeah let's jump in um so we kind of get like this like jump, like right in your face opening with basically space Godzilla flying through space. He's revealed basically right off the bat. Yeah. These um, kind of uh, cruising through space, he lets off like the look like kind of like spores, but they end up being kind of like meteorites that land right on. Um, I guess I'm going to kind of reference it as like monster Island, but I think they call it something else. Maybe I was going to ask you about that. If that was supposed to be monster Island. So I was reading kind of like a quick synopsis after I watched it and they, they referenced it as a birth Island. Um, but I don't know if maybe if that's like a, a really literal translation of what they call it. Like in the original movie, I watched, uh, the dub, um, yeah, same. F- for this. So I'm not really quite sure like what the subtitles would have said, but, uh, in my head, that's just kind of Monster Island. Mm-hmm. That's what I was just assuming it was, also. Yeah, so, um, so we get kind of this in- immediate introduction to Space Godzilla. We see Monster Island. We get a you know <laughs> our kaiju boat scene like right off the bat, um, and then initially we get uh, introduced to these human characters that are pretty pretty split down the middle. Like we've got a group that's pro like, no, I guess not pro, but like one side is like, Hey, let's, let's talk to Godzilla. And the other side is basically like, Hey, let's kill Godzilla. Yeah. And then so, we get the
0: weird, like in between incognito,
1: like going rogue guy. Yeah. Um, so we've got these two different uh, groups. We've, Basically, there's a group that wants to try to use telekinesis to basically repel Godzilla from ever coming to Japan again. And then this other group that wants to destroy Godzilla using... I guess from what I could kind of gather was this was like leftovers from a Mecha Godzilla that they basically rebuild into... A kind of like cheaper looking Mechagodzilla, but I know. I, I didn't understand why it just
0: wasn't a Mecha Godzilla. What made that not a Mechagodzilla? Yeah. It was just like a rebirth of Mechagodzilla. I yeah, know, so I didn't quite understand that.
1: <laughs> so yeah, so basically it's the same kind of silver color. It's got like tread legs instead of Godzilla legs, instead of uh like a Godzilla looking head it almost has like a like bug eyes and like a pointy like drill nose and then uh two like stubby arms that open up uh to reveal like missiles and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, just a redesign of Mega Yeah, I like <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically like describing a Mechagodzilla Godzilla um <laughs> machine. <laughs> Yeah, strange, but hey, you know that they're, they're working with what they got, so I, I guess so. Um, and and then, like you said, we've got there, we've got the uh, the two male kind of uh, protagonists coming to this island um, to find Godzilla and kind of continue their research, and they stumble upon this guy who's been there for a while, and he's got this blood serum that he claims can infect Godzilla and and kill him
0: um question for you here have yeah. we established the the uh, the telepathy plot line yet
1: not quite i i kind of hinted uh, that they wanted to control him using um, okay so you said that but yeah
0: that's what i thought now in the movie they say this line how they they call it what do they call it plan t or something or (laughs) operation t like something ridiculous like that here's my problem with this movie and just like these movies in general and i guess it's not a problem um it's just like we've the movies now are so different so what these movies think like when they were making these movies and they released them they assumed that their audiences were geniuses and they could grasp every single line that they throw at you. Mm -hmm. And you're going to know exactly what's going on. Movies now think you're idiots and they need to hold your hand through the entire plot. (laughs) Like I just saw carnage, let there be carnage last week or two weeks ago or something. Mm -hmm. And that movie has to remind you eight friggin' times that carnage is weak to fire and loud noises. Like they remind you visually, (laughs) they remind you audibly, like tell you again and again and again, at least eight times. And it's like, oh my God, like I know, like you don't have to keep saying it Mm -hmm. where like, that's just beating us over the head with it. Where this movie, they just within the first five minutes, they throw out that really quick line of dialogue and Mm -hmm. they never go back to it until like midway through where like, I, 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 I saw this movie before, but it's been a little bit. So I remember what they were trying to do. But mm-hmm. I'm like, I miss the line. Like, I'm still settling into my seat here. I'm getting, like, my bag of chips open. Like, I miss their, that line of dialogue to <laughs> set up what is happening exactly. And I'm like, should I know about the telepathy thing right now? Or mm-hmm. was that, like, later? And I'm like, I'm misremembering it. And, then like, that's that's the one problem I have with this movie is just how quick they throw out these insanely important dialogue, like, pieces
1: of dialogue, and yeah. then never return to them. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that gets kicked off like very quickly, and you're expected to kind of pick up on it. And
0: and I don't know if that's and just be along for the ride. If that's from like um, carryover from the previous movie, like if these were already established plot lines, like this group is trying to control Godzilla, like we don't need to do this again. Where us coming in right in here in the middle is like, wait, what?
1: Yeah, and. Um, I think kind of along that, that line, not long after kind of this introduction, I guess, first 15, 20 minutes of the movie, we get kind of this backs, we get, well, not a backstory, but we realize that, um, one of the, um, one of the scientists on the team is connected to Mothra. She's like got telepathic powers if that's how they're going to, con- um, I guess communicate with Godzilla and she gets a message from space Mothra that there's a, there's a, there's a warning. There's a monster coming to um, attack the earth and she's got to help, help defend the earth and, and repel um, this giant creature.
0: Mm-hmm. Is space Mothra a thing?
1: Did you just coin that or? Uh, I don't know, but uh... <laughs> Space. <laughs> like we said we just i i don't have like a whole i haven't seen a whole lot of the 90s godzillas I, I will totally admit that i've never seen violante which i really want to watch and um, some of those Mecha Godzilla movies um where i think they they kind of obviously they were before this um so i'm assuming mothra goes into space at some point because we see her <laughs>
0: like, I guess it is space mother
1: um, spreading her little mini mothers all over all mm. over the place. So, um, so after this, we kind of get this introduction to this big organization, uh, the Counter G Bureau. Uh, they they're getting this feedback from a NASA scientist that is telling them that there was this uh, research uh, vessel up in space and it got attacked by something out there and they don't know what it is. Um, they speculate that it's like some kind of big uh, monster. And I think this is when they launch the Mecha Godzilla copy to go up into space and, and try to figure out what's going
0: on yeah which was cool because going to this movie the movie's called godzilla versus space godzilla so now we're getting a third essential godzilla here Mm -hmm. which i thought was like such a cool aspect of the movie like what movie are you gonna have a godzilla a mecha godzilla and a space godzilla all squaring off in these different plot lines and like all these different teams are trying to take out different ones and there's all these intersections between the two teams and mm-hmm. like it's a cool dynamic it was really interesting
1: yeah and even even later on uh i mean we'll talk about it but like in the last kind of sequence the pilots aren't even really on the same page that are that are piloting the uh the Godzilla. so i mean it kind of like flips back and forth yeah in between the two uh, like main monsters so yeah you definitely get like this <laughs> Uh, like almost like a wrestling type. Like you get somebody that just jumps in out of nowhere or maybe somebody like switches sides like halfway through and it's mm. a lot of drama. So yeah. uh, it's cool. Um, So I'm going to, I guess I keep calling it Godzilla. They reference it as a Mo- Mogura or Mogira. Yeah. Um, it, it flies up there. It runs into space Godzilla. It tries to fend him off, but. Um, is unsuccessful, gets really damaged, and while while it's up there, and kind of comes crashing back to Earth, um, and then they realize that this giant space version of Godzilla exists. I think they do some kind of like comparison of the of the um the of the cells. cells. Yeah, this, yeah. Was,
0: this was really cool. This part was really cool. How they. Did a comparison between the two cells, and then they even brought up, like, well, how did this happen? Mm -hmm. And then they even like pull in previous movies like Biolante and even like a Mothra comparison of, like, well, we think Mothra went into space and had some of Godzilla's cells. And what was their explanation? Like, mutated or something? (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) So either Mothra or or Biolante brought these cells up into space. The cells must have come together they they said in in a black hole and encountered and like absorbed the crystal crystal structures and got spit out the other end and made basically like a super godzilla (laughs) with a giant crystal armor and the ability to like launch crystals out of its body in a uh, yeah and like a uh, meteorite type fashion to build like little fortresses and little areas where it can kind of draw power from so yeah like super original like cool like concept for yeah for a monster um and i love my favorite part about
0: all of it is how they even like will have a legit explanation of like here's how this may have happened from this movie or from that movie Mm -hmm. you know like i don't really feel like back then they would even need that line in there like i think audiences probably would have just accepted it you know But like now, obviously they'd have been like, "Wait, what? How? How did that happen?" You know, (laughs) like going on forums and stuff and Reddit and like this movie sucks. Yeah, like, like there's no explanation. But they're they're covering their tracks in this movie back in '94.
1: Yeah, I think we've hit on this before. Like we've almost hit a point where like if you're not alluding to something, then like what is even the point? Like like there has to be a reference to a reference to a reference for like everything to be somehow interconnected in, in a lot of movies these days. And, Mm -hmm. um, it's cool to kind of see the, uh, an early version of that where it's not like so extreme that you're just like, okay, I get it. It's whatever, you know? Um, but not long after the, uh, Mogira kind of has a little skirmish with Space Godzilla up in space. Um, Space Godzilla arrives on Earth and uh, goes to the area where it had kind of like previously sprinkled its little um, uh, like spikes and stuff, which is right on Monster Island. Yeah, it was a
0: little little one.
1: Yeah, so I, I kind of skipped this in the beginning, but early in the movie, we get... We get a uh, it revealed that uh, Baby Godzilla is on this island, and maybe it's from a previous movie. But uh, the guy living on the island is pretty comfortable with it just being there, so um, it's kind of like this cool, goofy little like addition to the movie. I'm not sure if it was just kind of like to lighten the movie up a little bit, or
0: I guess now that I'm thinking about it the addition of little Godzilla doesn't really add anything <laughs> yeah. besides just like space Godzilla tormenting him.
1: Yeah. So we get this first uh, arrival of space Godzilla it goes, if little Godzilla kind of pokes his head out and and kind of comes towards space Godzilla thinking like, Oh, this is kind of one of my types, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but space Godzilla um, beats him up and throws him into a, uh, into a crystal-like cage. Um, Godzilla shows up as well to try to defend him, um, but he can't. Uh, he gets defeated by Space Godzilla as well. But I, anyways, I guess I was thinking that with little Godzilla getting introduced and then getting thrown into this little um, crystal crystal cage... Me, the, being the first time watching this, I'm like, oh, he's going to come back as, like, some, like, souped up version mm. of Godzilla. Like, this Godzilla is going to die, and then kind of like this, you know, baby Godzilla is going to get revealed, and he's going to be, like, the next generation, and he's going to be, like, souped up with, like, some kind of crazy power. That's a good um, thought.
0: I'd be in on that. Yeah, so... I was kinda that
1: at all, not even for a split <laughs> <first> second. <laughs> so I was like pumped up. I was like, oh cool. Like maybe there'll be like a, a last minute reveal in the movie. Um like we've had in this, some others. And so I was like, okay, so he's tucked away for now. Got it. Like made a mental note, like, okay, he's on the island. We'll come back to this at some point. Yeah. I mean, we I guess we do technically, but spoiler alert, that doesn't really kind of it play out. Like <laughs> Yeah. It doesn't do anything. Um So I guess after this happens, we get kind of a lot of, I think of a human kind of element getting developed as far as like the different little stories and Mm. backgrounds for each character. Um, I'm kind of... Had they already... uh, shot godzilla with the um with the little mind control device yeah that was in the
0: beginning ish when they were all like i'm gonna shoot him no i'm gonna shoot him oh okay 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 yeah yeah. they hit him with the tag like right kind of in the beginning Mm -hmm. the whole beach scene there yeah so
1: um i guess uh, up to this point they had kind of tested out Well, obviously, Mogir had been deployed, so they've got Project M kind of fell on its face. Um, Project T, like the telekinesis part, (laughs) also didn't work very well. Uh, They were able to control Godzilla like up to a certain point, um, but he kind of broke the uh, the, uh, telekinetic connection, I guess. And... uh, brought control back to himself. Hmm. Um, so we get, uh, I guess this sequence where the, uh, the girl with the psychic powers gets kidnapped and there was a kind of this like spin-off plot line where one of the characters was actually secretly a part of um, I guess the yakuza or like some kind of like Japanese gang. Did you get yeah. that? Yeah,
0: yeah, the yakuza plot line. Like, this is where these movies always just have to fill in some time, <laughs> so they throw in like these weird, like, wait, I'm part of this like mafia organization, and now we're taking control of this operation, and we have our agenda that we we're trying to do, and. <laughs> Like they always had to throw this in there, and just like completely throws you off, and like, wait, what's going on? Yeah, but it was cool; it worked. Um, yeah, they they take her, and they they want to use her to gain control over over Godzilla, because mm-hmm. we got yeah. the one team that wants to destroy Godzilla. We got one team that wants to destroy Space Godzilla, and <laughs> this team now wants to use the psychic to control Godzilla. And it just becomes a whole mess.
1: Yeah. So we get this like kind of rescue sequence um to get her out of the Secusa uh laboratory. Is this, this this is right now, right? When they
0: the whole like shooting scene, this
1: becomes like a Bond movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. This part was amazing. Yeah, so we get our we get our Bond movie sequence, kind of like this hidden base with all these experimental stuff in it. Uh the uh, the woman is, is kind of strapped to the table. They mm, tip the sideways. table over. Yeah, they tip the table over sideways to block. Um, they use her as a shield. Yeah, yeah. Use her as a human shield. They're like hiding behind it, and she uses her psychic powers to lift the table up, um, so that the good uh, the good guys can shoot them uh, from underneath the table.
0: And then afterwards, she the guy's like, how did you do that? She's like, telekinesis. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why she now has telekinesis powers if she's yeah. able to, like, talk in people's minds or control them. Is that a thing? Do you get <laughs> telekinesis if you have the ability to communicate through
1: one's mind? I mean, why not? I mean, if you can... <laughs> I guess. I mean, the mind is like the most complex thing, so I mean, than a table should be pretty, uh, pretty straightforward, right? I I've, I've must have missed that issue of X Men where Professor <laughs> <God Yeah>.
0: moves <laughs> objects around the room. <laughs>
1: um. So what do we Jean have? A-
0: gray is she can move things with her mind.
1: Yeah, and
0: she can communicate through people's minds right
1: yeah she's kind of like the catch-all character like she can do like everything
0: that's why she's level five yeah
1: yeah that's why she's like the most one of the most powerful yeah um (laughs) that's your x-men update for this episode (laughs) (laughs) um so on the monster side like after they're they're done rescuing uh the psychic girl uh, space Godzilla has turned his sights on Japan there's a an area where he can kind of generate um, a ton of power for himself and I guess it's like this giant tower where he builds this Uh, once again, kind of builds this crystal kind of fortress for himself so he can land in there and start uh, powering up. Uh, And then this kind of starts uh, kind of like the last... It was almost like 40% of the movie, but this is pretty much like kind of like the final sequence, which I thought Um, was kind of cool. Yeah, we
0: get into the like we're in the end game right now with this yeah. whole scene taking place, and I just want to talk about Space Godzilla for a second here. Um, yeah, just the, the design of him, and I know we brought it up already, but like he is literally just a clone of Godzilla, but just beefed up and like more insane. He's got these, yeah. um, like horns coming out of his mouth, mm-hmm. and like, and he's got these crystals just jetting out of his whole body. Mm-hmm. I don't quite understand. Like to be quite honest, Mechagodzilla in its actual form, not the Mogera form here, but Mechagodzilla in its actual form has become like an iconic piece of Godzilla history, right? Like you got the Mothra, you got Godzilla, Mechagodzilla. Like those, those are some of your big ones in <laughs> Godzilla movies. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand why Space Godzilla isn't in the mix more when it comes to. Like iconic figures, like if because Mega Godzilla is iconic because it's literally Godzilla but mm-hmm. in robot form. Yep, like why is it why is Space Godzilla not as cool as any of this other stuff? I, I really think Space, Space Godzilla needs a little bit more respect, is what I'm thinking. no,
1: I, I totally agree. And it's literally a clone of him, yeah. So, uh, as you were typing that, I was like typing in Space Godzilla figure and there are a few out there but not as like like exactly what like you said i mean Mecha Godzilla is everywhere mothra mm-hmm. pretty much everywhere um like even like like we talked about on the uh hedor episode like that's a, a you know a, a classic design that gets a lot of love and mm-hmm. no i totally agree with you i think the space godzilla design is super cool and um, yeah, I'm just not finding a whole lot here. I've got some like really, really basic stuff that doesn't really translate to how cool it actually looks. Um, but nothing like, it's either like something really cheap and like crappy and flimsy from like Walmart or something that's like $600. So yeah, I think there's a, uh, I think there's a space here where somebody could come in and make a decent. Um, space Godzilla figure for
0: and it's not just that it's not just the like comparison of it not being like as represented in like collectibles and stuff it's just like is he even in any other movies like I don't think so and this is it like how is he not in any other
1: movies yeah
0: I don't understand he's super cool
1: um and it kind of I mean not to not to like get to the end already but they kind of make a, a point to say at the end, like, well, you know, he could come back like, yeah, because it kind of just disintegrates and floats right back up into space. So what's. Uh, what's like stopping them from. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. From it bringing ran it out back?
0: of ideas or something or didn't like the design. Like maybe they just felt it was too derivative of Godzilla and they couldn't really do anything unique with them. Uh, so maybe they just went on one off him and just
1: like, all right, we're done with him. I don't know. But yeah, so he also has this power where he can kind of project like a like a shield in front of him. So whenever Godzilla
0: but does it only happen when he's in
1: his little crystal fort. Yeah. Yeah, so he has to build like the crystal fort and then <laughs> when Godzilla when Godzilla tries to hit him with an atomic breath, he can deflect it with the crystal power
0: hmm. so it kind of hinders his ability then he's got a he's got to set up shop and then play defense yeah hmm. Well, that's probably why he never came back Flaw <laughs> in the design yeah maybe probably it was really wait, wait why can't we just use his crystals on his back why does he have to build the <laughs> fort <laughs>
1: um maybe it's really expensive to do those big sets. Cause some of these set pieces are really mm-hmm. cool. They're really That's detailed too. That's a really good point that it was a lot that went into him. Like this final, this final set piece. Um, you've got the, uh, you got this massive tire tower, uh, which I'm sure is like a famous tower in Japan, which is probably like well-known. Um, and you've got these like big like crystal like spires like everywhere that he's like set and then you get this huge showdown between him Godzilla and Mogera um and like we kind of talked about before the the pilots that are piloting the the Mogera one of them really wants to get revenge on Godzilla so he's like Kind of taken over the mission, and they have to like knock him out, <laughs> tie him up in a chair, and redirect um, redirect them back to kind of what they set out to do, which was destroy Space Godzilla. Um, and they kind of come back around together to to work together to to fight. And yeah, it's just a big um, his a pretty- motive. His motivation was
0: because Godzilla killed um, someone brother? in his family. Yeah, his brother, right? Yeah, from in yeah. a previous movie, I think. Yeah. So that was cool that he had this like other motivation, and it was kind of. Uh,
1: yeah, I liked it. I, I thought that worked. Did Did one of the female characters also have her brother killed by Godzilla? can't remember i think that (laughs) i'm trying to or maybe they're maybe they're all related i don't know godzilla killed a lot of brothers in this movie anyways yeah um but like we said we get this kind of final like 40 minute showdown with all these kind of like intertwining kind of stories mixed in, which I think ended up working like pretty well. Like it was a cool like final sequence. Um, and the fight was done really well. Uh, Space Godzilla like busts out like his, he's got telekinetic powers too. So he like, like lifts up Godzilla and like throws him through a building. Like mm-hmm. um, just That's using nice. like his
0: he's bigger faster stronger he's got more abilities than godzilla he's, <laughs> he's the total package
1: he's the total package um mogir gets to use basically it's like full gamut of like weaponry it's got like a chest um a chest laser that it uses it uses it's uh, like drill missiles a couple times um uses its drill nose uh obviously no it was so stupid yeah
0: he <laughs> comes up there and
1: like pecks him like a chicken like, <laughs> like um they have some kind of uh like phase laser what they call it um i can't remember they, they use like the lasers like a ton of times but <laughs> no i mean you like going from something that we watched like from the 60s or 70s to like this it's like whoa like it's like they definitely advanced when it came to kind of choreographing like a final battle you know
0: yeah it was awesome it was such a cool like i love how these fights are just getting longer and more involved and yeah. like these changing like it's almost they become these fights have become like video game final boss fights you know like there's eight yeah, phases yeah. to it there's Oh, we got to take out this piece, and <laughs> I thought it was hilarious that like the whole key was to destroy the crystals on Space Godzilla's back. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he's yeah, he's exposed, and then it's <laughs> yeah. just like when you're doing video games, like you find the weakness, and then you get like a breaking point, and then you just like go ham on the breaking point, and
1: yeah, like are right, we? Exposed I almost got that. Get, like a do it. You almost got what? No, I like I almost got that like same feeling. Like they he had his back turned to Mogira. Mogira launched its like drill missiles into the into the uh, spikes on his back. And when they busted, I was like, Oh like yeah, I kinda got that feeling that I I was playing a video game and I was like, mm-hmm. Oh yes, all right. Now it's now it's weak in that area and I can just jump all over it and and uh bust out my uh my great sword or something like from monster hunter (laughs) what did Um, did
0: you think of the in between all this monster fighting the whole that guy gets his leg stuck in the door we have to watch a four minute scene on how (laughs) she uses the telekinesis slash telepathy to
1: get him unstuck well this is what I like the way they kind of tied in all of these little things at the end, I think overall, like, worked pretty well. Like, some of it was a little like that was like kind of goofy, a little bit maybe, but I kind of appreciated it. Like, it, it made the final sequence like a much bigger spectacle. Like, mm-hmm. uh, in the 60s movies and like the earlier movies, we get. You know, monsters face off. There's, like, a couple kicks, a couple punches. Maybe there's, like, a big slam. Godzilla gets, like, thrown in a pit, and he comes out of the pit. And he, like, blasts him with the atomic breath, and it's pretty much over. But with this, we kind of get this big mashup of humans in peril and, like, much more dynamic fighting between the monsters and, like... Cool uses of the effects. I I, th- I don't know. Well it did didn't it didn't like hinder
0: the movie at all. Like there wasn't anything like weak about it. I just mm-hmm. felt like they set up this plot line of like let's have this character have telepathy so it can control Godzilla so we mm-hmm. could just like steer the plot a little bit. Mm-hmm. But when it's all said and done, like this is a monster fight in the end, that's all it is. Like, yeah, we're yeah. not gonna do any any sort of extra nonsense to it, so then they had to work in her into the finale somehow. Of like, well, we need the payoff of why we just talked about her telepathy the entire like ninety minutes up to this point. Like, we need something here. So, I, I think that was just their way of justifying why she had the powers and everything. But I really don't think it's like it wasn't one hundred percent needed it, from what this movie was.
1: Yeah. I could see that.
0: Um, but worked. What they did worked fine. Not bad. <laughs>
1: um, so to kind of finish the way Godzilla finishes him off. What was your interpretation of that? What
0: was the final finish? Because there's like a Eight false finishes. What yeah. Was the, what was the actual one?
1: I mean, like, the the real, real, real one where he, like, uses, like, the red, his red atomic breath. And,
0: oh, like... yeah, yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Um, He goes into, like, just absolute insanity mode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his <laughs> atomic breath is changing colors. He's, like, stomping on the ground. He's yelling. He's doing this and that. Uh, i thought that was really cool it almost was like it was almost like he went to another side like he almost like turned Mm -hmm. evil for a minute there or something like he just kind of lost it like lost control
1: yeah yeah Uh, is that what you're asking yeah so that's the that's the kind of the impression i got i was like oh that was like out of nowhere
0: yeah um it was so, like watching someone punch somebody controlling and then like just suddenly they just like keep like uh <laughs> you know what i mean just like picking up speed and then just like not stopping like uh yeah in
1: oh, like man. Fight club or something like that or no,
0: i think he, it was one of the animated batman movies oh god i wish i could remember Batman's like beating on somebody and then he just like continuously picks up speed and just starts beating the living daylights out of him. <laughs> oh, Is it one yeah. of the newer ones? Uh, it was one of the animated ones. Yeah. So mm-hmm. relatively new, but man, I wish I could remember. I'll, I'll think of it in a second, but yeah, that's what I felt like he was doing. He just, he lost control of his emotions there for a minute and mm-hmm. really went to another place that we haven't seen him go. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: uh i looked at two recaps because I, I kind of like i i got that same hint and i was like oh that's really cool um so like one recap was like okay yeah he he just used a supercharged atomic heat ray like okay cool this other one though okay i'll, I'll just read what it says um godzilla summons forth the life force of rodan and uses his spiral heat ray to bring <laughs> space godzilla down
0: <laughs> I'm not buying that one,
1: <laughs> so not not buying it
0: no, are you on board with that one i'm not I don't board know board
1: I think I'd have to watch all of the i guess all of these i guess this series to kind of get the gist of like. How, how this universe how this universe works he channeled rodan godzilla summons forth the life force of rodan and uses his spiral heat ray to bring Go- space godzilla down
0: i don't know it just brings up more questions than answers <laughs> <laughs> now is does he is it mortal combat does he own his soul or something does he yeah even, yeah can
1: he channel other kaiju souls and in... so when i read that i was like one that sounds kind of cool but then two i was like wait a second uh, that's exactly like what you're saying right now is exactly what like popped in my head i'm like <laughs> uh, does he like after he defeats a kaiju does he like <laughs> Like does that Kaiju's power become his power? Like no, that that's his, what I'm saying. There's more questions than answers. Yeah, that. is that his familiar now? Like <laughs> he can just summon another monster, I don't know when he needs to. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, that doesn't work for me. Uh, one way or the other. It's a really cool kind of like he basically goes like Super Saiyan and like blasts. Space Godzilla was like a super, super blast. So, uh, super, super something. blast. Um, and then uh, Space Godzilla disintegrates and floats back into space. So, we might get another one.
0: Yeah, might. Still holding out.
1: Uh, <laughs> in the end, we get a nice little... The humans kind of all come together the woman with the psychic powers pulls like the little thing out of Godzilla's neck.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That was the other payoff from when we, they put it in originally and then like, Oh, now we got it
1: out. Like, Oh, cool. And he kind of like turns around a little bit to like acknowledge it. Um, yeah. Which I thought was kind of funny and we get like a really quaint kind of uh, almost like independence day like because the one guy's like still in his like green flight suit and they're like standing on a beach just kind of like looking at it like at the sun as it's like rising or maybe setting i don't know um and godzilla is just kind of like heading back to like the ocean um as I like, thought that too when I saw that scene I thought the exact same thing <laughs> as, as like closure um, the psychic girl uses her powers to kind of see what is going to happen on the island and we get the real closure we needed which was yes. little Godzilla <laughs> being freed from the crystal prison and reuniting with his dad
0: But you're not mentioning the best part. What's that? He's blowing little bubbles. (laughs) Oh,
1: yeah. He's practicing uh, using his atomic breath, and he's, like, shooting his foot on accident and, like, laughing and, like... (laughs) So stupid. ...wobbling around. Um, Which, I guess, is even more questions. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe they explain it in another movie, like... Maybe Mothra and him like made it, and there was an egg or something. But how does, I mean, how does he procreate in this in this uh, in this version of him? Does it just happen?
0: I don't know. I just don't think those questions are ever answered. <laughs> there was a Godzilla movie. I don't know if we've seen it together or if this is in one of the other ones, but one of them where. Baby Godzilla is trying to blow rings of smoke.
1: Yeah, I think that's uh, Son of Godzilla, which we've been kind of strategically oh, avoiding.
0: We'll never watch that again. <laughs> it will be our absolute last episode. <laughs> We're out of
1: movies to watch. Oh, wow. What if that was? That was like our final send off. Of <laughs> <laughs> Can't say that movie, man. Like a live taping or something while we watched it live or something like that. So bad. Um, anyways, uh, I guess to kind of sum it up, I was pretty pumped about this movie. I think we already said that, but I want to, like I'm really excited about kind of exploring this era of Godzilla movies. because I'm, this is probably where I'm like weakest at, is these like early '90s, mid '90s movies? Um, I'm more familiar with the earlier ones and obviously the newer ones. Um, so if they're interconnected like this, it just makes me like excited to kind of visit them and, and check them out. So yeah, I'm I
0: really like this. I love the continuity of them all. That's really yeah, really exciting. Is just how they're all connected and. I know we're not doing any sort of order to anything. So it's not really like it matters, but it's still.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I I agree. Um, So I guess if you haven't seen this one, it's definitely worth checking out. If you are very conscious of wanting to watch things in the continuity, maybe don't start with this one. (laughs) Yeah. Look up the, uh, what do they I guess what do they call this era? I'm not really even
0: uh there's I don't know like the era names off the top of my head. But I think um there's the
1: oh it's the high C H E I S E I yeah. Um era. Hey um
0: and there's is there another one or is it all is this all just one era?
1: Uh, this according to this, this is the sixth film. High sea air, high sea is <laughs> Return of Godzilla, Biolante, King Ghidorah, Mothra, Mechagodzilla Two, Space Godzilla, and then Destroya. Oh, and then there's the Millennium Era.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking.
1: So we've seen. We've seen the last two Space Godzilla and Astroya. Uh, <laughs> so I guess we're working our way backwards. We're just gonna go uh we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> well we've seen Return of Godzilla. Um so yeah, awesome. Good stuff. Yep. I, I'd watch you. this again. This is a this is a easy Yeah, this is definitely gonna get in rotation. Yeah, this is an easy ro- rotation film. Mm-hmm um yeah any final thoughts any uh anything that you want to pull out and just like emphasize
0: uh no i just i love this movie i thought it was really great definitely going to be rewatching it everything works very well uh as as a final product i think we pick together some things that don't work well on its own like the some of the the whole telepathy storyline just Kind of left my head scratching a little bit and didn't really advance much in the film for me, mm-hmm. but whatever. Like it moved along the story a little bit here and there. Like it got Godzilla moving and got the humans involved. So if that's what their goal was with that, that's awesome. They did it, but other than that, didn't really do much for me. But overall, loved it. Gonna watch it again.
1: Yeah, same. Um, super cool vibe for me. Um, I guess aesthetically, like. Like the posters from this era look cool. I mean, the designs look cool. Uh, Like they're really refining kind of the whole um, chemistry with everything and the ingredients. And it just ends up creating like a, (laughs) a cool playground of like just great things for fans like us to kind of jump into. So definitely check it out. Yep. All right. Um, so I think that'll wrap us on this movie. Connor, what are we going to be diving into next?
0: So you're allowed to veto if, (laughs) if this doesn't work for you or if you don't think this qualifies. Um, and if you are going to veto, I need a, you got to give me a couple days to find a contingency plan.
1: The fact that you bring that, like you started with this, I'm already on board. (laughs) So, before um, even hearing it? Like, hey, we're if we're gonna go outside the box, like let's just go for it. Like so. So I'm thinking about doing the Meg. Oh.
0: Okay, I'm in. All right. I've watched this movie before, just full disclosure here. Okay. But I want to do this movie.
1: Yeah. Um, did you read the book?
0: I've read one of the books. Okay. Uh, there's a couple of them. I just that's kind of why I was thinking about this movie is because I just listened to uh hell's aquarium and I'm like, ah, yeah. this book was awesome. And I'm like, God, that movie was awesome. I'm like, let's do that movie. Mm-hmm. Like, screw it. Kaiju, not a Kaiju. I don't know.
1: I mean, is it a giant oversized, like monstrous creature? Thing? Yeah. Yeah. But the, I the reason I,
0: think- I didn't know if you would veto is because like, that existed like oh i guess well, mothra's didn't exist
1: (laughs) exist. not that we know of
0: so i didn't know if like since there's an element of realism i didn't know if you'd be all kaiju elitist on me and
1: say no (laughs) (laughs) i am totally down um i've actually been wanting to watch this i think i've listened to a podcast on the movie previously um regardless i really i really want to i really want to see it so all right we'll do it the meg cool i'm looking forward to that that's gonna be awesome (laughs) all right um sweet so next time we're getting together we're gonna be looking at the meg and having a great time with it any Mm -hmm. last thoughts there connor Nope, can't wait. Cool. All right. Uh, We'll see everyone then. Uh, Happy uh, belated Godzilla Day. Hope everyone had a great one. And uh, follow us on Instagram at Kaiju Feast Podcast. And we'll see everyone soon. See you.